Last week, the pastor spoke on faith. And um, I've been studying on faith. <clears throat> and I know if we go down the, the line on, on faith, I'll get a lot of stories of, of what you assume, what faith is and what is not. And some, some of you will throw Hebrews at me. You know, Hebrews 11, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things are not seen. But do we really understand the, the importance of faith? Most of us use faith as an uh, emergency kit. Well, I got a flat tire, and now I got to change the tire. How do I change the tire if I never attempt to do change the tire? When I'm walking around and I get attacked, and uh, since I haven't been really practicing or applying the principles of faith, now I'm going to go to a process. I need to apply faith, and I go, go, I go to these changes. My emotions kick in instead of what I've been standing on should be kicking in. Because we use it as an emergency kit. But as we are healthy, as, as we are coming to church every day, as we're fasting and praying, as we're becoming who we God called us to be, it's where we should be practicing our faith. Our faith should be go before us. Right. You know, I'm always talking about my past jobs, like I used to be a baker, and, and baking, certain ingredients has to be put in place. And baking is not like cooking. Baking is a science. If the number's a little off, I don't care how much you beat it, how much you cook it, how look, how much you think it looks good. Once you pull that bad boy out of the oven, kavdus. It's not what you thought it was going to be. It's not going to give the appearance that you want. <clears throat> Same thing with faith. But the beauty of faith is that in God, in the world, in baking, a tablespoon of baking powder and a teaspoon of soda mixed in properly will give you the, 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 gives the flour, the energy to rise up. In God, we don't need to have a certain measure of faith. Actually, the Bible says faith is the size of a mustard seed. Faith enough to believe that what he called you to achieve is achievable. Right. Pastor always told me. I remember when I first gave my heart to the Lord and, and I was in Calvary and we were walking around and I would talk to him. I never hid from anybody here my lack of abilities of reading and education from my past. And I would share with the pastor and the pastor would tell me, Jose, it has nothing to do with your education. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't understand it. I fasted about it. I prayed about it. I looked, I looked into the chapter, into the verses, and my knowledge of what I understood, head knowledge, my emotion was so high, but when I came to confront the situations I was confronting, I always failed. Because it stood head knowledge. Faith needs something to be activated. When knowledge stays in your head, that's all it is, it's knowledge. But when knowledge becomes revelation, it's no longer head knowledge, knowledge is an understanding with it. Now you have not only know about it, but have the ability to produce it or activate it. It's not the way I was going to start, but here I am. Faith. Notes, Pastor. Where do we start? He, let's go to the book of Hebrew 1. Hebrew 11, 1. Everybody knows that one, right? By heart, they should. I just said it already. Anybody here awake? Amen. Here's when your glasses come to practice. Ha-ha. <laughs> now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Wow. Things not seen. <laughs> now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of not seen. Let's go to six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith is substance 
of things we're hoping for and the evidence of things we're not seeing. What is our hope based upon? Is anybody here awake? What is your hope based upon? What is your faith based upon? Sunday school. Activated again. <laughs> Say that again, please. Word of God. Okay. The word. Our faith is activated or based upon the word of God. That's what uh, the information of the word of God. The evidence is what we're waiting for to manifest. In Romans 1.16, I want to throw verses at you today. Bear with me. I know it's hot. And, and, and little confession. I know it's hot. Ugh. About 2.30 this morning, I was in the urge of being rushed to the hospital. She won't be here right now. My mom, my wife, my wife, my mom, she argued with me. And I said, I'm not going to the hospital. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to speak. I'm healed. So I'm, I'm feeling a little shaky. He, he says, you came back to me. I'm feeling good. I says, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, the word's going to come forth. That's right. That's right. Amen. 116. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first and also for the Gentile. 17. For in the righteousness of God is revealed from, from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Remember, all this here, I'm, I'm just laying a little foundation of all faith and what faith is. In 17, again, for, for, in the, for in its righteousness of God, it reveals from faith to faith. What is the righteousness of God being revealed? What is he revealing? Thank you. Let's go to Malachi 3.10. I'm starting to wake up. Malachi 3.10. <laughs> What's Malachi 3.10? What do we, we always use that verse all the time. What's that for? Liz, what's that for? Ties and offering. Okay. Who has it? Don't get you guys involved and wake up. No, no. Who has it? Go ahead. I know it's there. We use this verse all the time to motivate you to give tithes. First place, tithes don't belong to us. It is a tent that belongs to God. So he's not asking, give me what you, I, you think you should give me. Give him what belongs to me. You know what that really telling you? You know what that really is about? He's testing your obedience. God says, if you're being obedient to me, listen, I could get any of you to meet me tomorrow and we'll do some painting, we'll do all that, and, or if the pastor's access for a favor or come up to speak, you guys will do this with no problem. But if I say something about your money, you're going to look at me funny. You're going to put your wallet to the side. Yo, don't touch this. Work 40 hours a week. I work hard. You don't know what it costs me to get this. God knows that better than us. So if he says, if I could get you to trust me with your finances, the rest is easy. So this is really basically talking about the obedience. And then he says, and if you are obedient, I will do what? I will open up the windows of heaven and pour out such blessings. He's not talking about finances. He's talking about revelation. In Deuteronomy 8.18 says, it is God who gives you the power to create wealth. Again, as, as we finish reading in Romans 1, 17, that he reveals to us from faith to faith. So I'm, I'm just putting these three verses together for you can see what's going on. What's faith? 
Faith is the tool that God uses to put you back in alignment. I won't take my time today. I'll just be excused that I'm not feeling good. <laughs> the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. The Bible says, we just finished reading, it is impossible to please God without faith. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we shall walk by faith and not by sight. Amazing, all these faith verses. It must be important. Faith, no, sight. Yeah, faith is the base. Faith is based on truth. Take my notes with me. Faith is based on knowledge. Let's take a second for knowledge. Knowledge is something that you learn, you got in your head, it's knowledge. You got the information. One plus one is equal two. Knowledge, information, right? But, but, if it's not transformed into revelation, I'll never understand one plus one to the third power. Put, put your hands back here so when it goes over, it bounces, it comes back. You know, don't let it go over you. Stay with me. I'm still mixing the batter. I haven't poured it in the pan yet. <laughs> So, faith is based on information. Truth never changes. The truth, the word of God, never changes. The name Jesus is the name highest above all names. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. But even Jesus holds his word higher than his name. So, if his word says... I have come to give you life and a life in abundance. He backs that up higher than his name. His name. His name. In the mention of his name, the foundation of hell, of hell shakes, shrivels. In the mention of his name, the shackles begin to melt away. In the mention of his name, the minds get realigned. It's not just a name, as the world says. You know why? Because that's just knowledge to them. It hasn't that become revelation to them. But he who got the revelation knows that calling in the name, he has all heaven backing him up. So it's not just knowledge, it's revelation. Pastor again goes back to me when it says Jose, it's not all, it's not just education. It's not your lack of education that's holding you back. I couldn't understand that. Though I he threw verses at me, though he gave me material to study. Though I was faithful and diligent trying to understand, but it was still just information. It still wasn't revelation. It, my transformation didn't begin to happen to the information became revelation. Amen. Then I was be able to stand on faith on things that I know and understood. Wait a minute. He can't play with me to this. Here's a simple, right? I always said I couldn't read it right. Then one day revelation. The Bible says he gave me the mind of Christ. Amen. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that was like a little too much there. Mind of Christ, mind of Christ created Adam. Adam was a genius. He went on naming every little animal and never forgot it. He, he was mentored by the King of Kings and Lord Lord himself. It said he walked with him in the cool of the day. And, and Lord Lord, and monkey, and like a good, like a, a proud father. He was imparting upon him. I said, whoa, wait a minute. I don't have Adam's mind. I have the mind to create Adam. I don't have a lack. But to that became revelation, it was still information. And while it was still information, I could not activate my faith in it. Amen. <laughs> 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 so as the pastor told me, it's not my lack of education. It's my lack of understanding. It's the lack of applying myself to the word. The book of James says, he who was simple, acts. Man, I used to cry, Lord, I don't think they come any simpler than me. I need help. I'm trying. It's just not sticking. You ever been there? 
I just can't get this. Lord, show me. He says, stay where you're at. I'm working in you. Stay there. I'm peeling out. Stay there. I'm imparting upon you. From faith to faith. See, the fact that you're making a stand in the crowd, you're standing on faith. What faith is that? You're believing he shall... What? Wake up. I said faith, uh, truth never changes. What is truth? The word of God. But do you know that the word of God, truth, it is the highest level of reality. What is facts? Facts is the information you're getting at this moment. Facts changes constantly. Never stays the same. The facts is we... We uh, brought charges on the gentleman, on the news, brought the charges on the gentleman. He served 10 years. 10 years later, they found out that the facts they had on him was false. So facts changes all the time. Truth is stable. Facts. I go to the doctor. Blood test. Doctor looks at me and says, Rose, what we're looking at, it looks like you may have cancer. It's the facts. Right? But it's not the truth. No. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm playing games no. with you now. Why is not the truth? Okay. There's a solution to the facts. Yes. But the facts are still telling you the truth. It's basing on the information at the moment that what he's telling you, this is what you are. But I don't hope or fear, get fearful on that because I have an escape. The truth. By thy strife, I have been made healed. I am whole. But if I only have head knowledge of that, where am I going to get stuck at? Facts. But brother, you don't understand. The word says that by his stripes, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he walks away from me, I'm going, doctor's report, I'm going to die. My fear. I used to always say, the faith is based on the information you get. It's not a bad statement, but it's not 100% correct. Fear is based on the information you get. The information the doctor just gave you is going to cause a lot of fear in you. 90% of you will probably say, I'm going to die. 90% of you will probably say, now it's time to take uh, faith out of the, where did I put it? What shelled? Let me apply faith. And now you're here, and now you're there because your emotion, and that, normally your emotion kicked in. Now you're all over the place because you never practiced, never knew how or know how to apply or put on the suit of faith because it's always been on the shelf. Life's been smooth. You've been working. You have a pretty baby in your arms. You know, you're healthy. All of a sudden, bam, facts kicked you, and now you have to activate something that you never knew how to activate before. Wow. But faith is awesome. Woo. But we still don't get it. Do you know? Faith could cause you to do the unbelievable. The level of truth that you believe will be the level of your freedom. The level of the truth that you believe would be the level of your freedom. The level that you believe, the level of the truth that you believe will be the level of your freedom. I'm saying this fast, but you know how many years it took me to understand that? You know how many times I heard my pastor, my mentor, preach and teach on things like this and because I couldn't conceive it, because I couldn't believe that I was able to. I'm going to use myself as an excuse. I got nobody else. It's bad. Let me use me. Because most of you see me come from one area to the other. So how am I doing it? I'm showing you. I took principles and finally said, are you real or not? Let me make a stand. Am I going to spend another 20 years calling myself a Christian and still not on the A from the Z? Then I'm in trouble. Because bottom line, when I confront my father, am I going to hear good and faithful or depart from me? Am I trying to scare you? Heck yeah. 
going to be short and sweet. Like, <laughs> facts. Like I said, facts changes all the time. Facts is, is understandable and believable. Doctor called you in. Nate to come in. We just got your blood test. I have to tell you some story. I'm sorry, but uh, the findings says you have this. It's the facts. It's believable. But you know the truth? Sometimes it's hard to believe or understand. That same sample I just finished doing here with the pastor. You got cancer. No, no, no. But the Bible says. But if he doesn't stand on the, fa- on the faith or ever applied it, he can't receive the simple revelation that God already paid for it. You know what? Here's the funny one. How many times I proclaim, by that stripes I am healed, and I'm still sick? How many times do I go to the valley, a shadow of death, I fear no evil, because you are with me? Yeah! Lord, where are you? How many times we quote those things in front of each other? How many times we front it in front of each other? But when we're out by ourselves, what's the word you always use? Blink? Footing them. The foot them here, the foot them there. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> because there's no one looking at us that we call brother in Christ. So we could be who we really are because we haven't really been applying who God called us to be. Though we sit under some great teaching under this house. But if I could teach you and the pastor could teach you and the ministers could teach you to that blue in the face. If you don't take any of those teachings and apply, you'll never be. I'm telling you out of experience. Many times I heard them and never done them. And I couldn't understand why I was still doing what I was doing. The Apostle Paul. That's what I do. That what I do. I do no, that what I don't want to do, I do. And that what I don't want to do. Wait, wait, wait. Repeta. <laughs> that what I want to do, I don't do. And that what I do want to do, I find myself not doing. I still said it wrong. <laughs> but you got the point? How many times you find yourself in that situation? Being a Christian and operating in faith has nothing to do with positive thinking. Amen. Woo! Nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with that. But you could possibly think yourself all the way to hell. All the way to hell. I don't want to go there. Yeah. John, John 8.32 And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you if you apply it. Because the truth has always been there. Before your problems roused up, before you, the truth was there. After the problem rose, the truth was there. After the problem was solved, the truth has always been. So if we're going to apply this truth, then we become dangerous. If not, we're just going through time, faking it, hoping one day we'll make it. So what is faith to you? Something supernatural? No, man, you know what faith is? Everyday practice. What you're learning. Well, what do I know? Okay. Jesus Christ practiced not lying. Let me stop not lying. Jesus Christ didn't steal. Well, let me, start not, let me stop stealing. Take one step at a time. Overcome. Master that every in your life. And then when you look back, you say, I come a long way. Amen. So when they look at you, they can't say, I know you. They say, no, 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 no. Brother. You knew me. That boy, that boy died. I can't even tell you the date, time, and when he died. This is the new. Amen. But, but we say that sometimes, hoping, man, I hope they don't know where I was at last night. Forgetting the greatest thing is God knows. Victor Nazario is my spiritual father, my pastor, my friend, my brother. Who has never, 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 never let me get away with nothing. Any false move I may make, 
he slashed me down. I got offended. I got pissed off. I, I had two tant tant tantrums in my home. Imagine the car couldn't do it for my wife. But when I saw him, sir, never disrespected him. Because deep inside I knew he was trying to pull the greatness out. To bake dough, which I never really played with dough, you got to beat that bad boy. Then when you finish beating it, you throw that stuck in the oven. <laughs> then you put it to the real test. Let me see all I beat out of you, what's going to come out of you. It's a process walking for God. And the beauty of it is we're trying to do it in our own strength. And God says, my son paid for it already. Let me send you my helper, my strength. He's the one that's going to empower you. He's the one that's going to teach you. He's the one that's going to guide you. Anybody got a water gun? <laughs> Pastor, when we get the new building, big water gun. <laughs> Fasting, praying, giving, all that's great. But if it's done without faith, it's nothing. Don't mean nothing. Pastor, <clears throat> I just want to let you know, you got 15000 for me. The church will be blessed, but you won't be because the heart's not there. So it's not a faith. I, I'm doing it to show off. I'm doing it in front of everybody. Because if I really have 15000 to give them, I would take them out for dinner. That's what I just want to share with you. I appreciate everything. I believe in the vision. You don't have to know what I'm doing. He does. So if you're giving and fasting and praying. No, it wasn't 15. It was in my neck. <laughs> so if it's not done without faith, with faith, it's nothing. Remember, because it is impossible to please your almighty king without faith. Faith. What does faith change? This is why most people don't really like applying in faith. Because faith first deals with your attitude. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Then faith does big deal with your beliefs. And after your beliefs, it starts dealing with your prayer life. Then faith does begin to attack your giving. Faith, eventually changes you. Say that again. Your attitude, your belief, your prayer, your giving, you. Again, you cannot believe beyond your knowledge or revelation of the word of God. 2 Corinthians uh, 5, 7, which we read before. Uh, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Most of us quote that very easily. You know, oh, no, no, I'm a man of faith. But you know, what, you know what sight is? Your surroundings. Everything you see, everything you hear, everything you feel, it is your surroundings, it's your sight. So uh, when I say I don't walk by sight, that means I don't walk by my feelings. I can't come today because the brother offended me. Well, if the pastor says hi to me today, I might be a member of the church. Grow up. Amen. So your surroundings or by sight indicates everything that's around you. Everything. Information you're receiving, how your emotions are up or down. You know? So if we don't walk that way, that means we're dead to this and we're walking by faith, which really means we're basing our, our, our emotions, our understanding on the word of God. Whatever he says to me, even if maybe he had a bad day and snapped at me, can't offend a dead man. And all of a sudden he did blew it one day. Does that mean he's not my father anymore? 
No, people these days change pastors and leaders as, as often they change their underwears. Mm. My God. Woo! Come on. You forgot? He bleeds just like I do. He's human just like I do. Sorry, honey. He has a wife like I do. No. <laughs> well, we're human. We make mistakes. If we were perfect, he won't be here. He'd be with the Father. <coughs> I have a cold. No, brother. Don't, don't, don't confess it. I said, brother, you cannot deny the facts. If you have a cold, you have a cold. But I'm not fearful of the cold. Why? Because by thy stripes I am healed. Denying the facts does not mean it's not the facts. It's still the facts. And you know, it's funny because I'm not talking about people in the world. I'm talking about Christians that approach me and say, Brother, don't don't, don't claim that. I'm coughing because I got a cough. I'm cold. (laughs) But I'm not worried about it because it's under the blood. But if I don't, if I still act foolishly and go outside when it's 30 degrees with a t-shirt and short, I could be under the blood all I want. I'm going to get sick. Let's use wisdom. Almost finished. So, the beauty of all this, that even though it's factors of reality, because there's something that is tangible, something that we, we see, something we can hear, something we can comprehend, it does not have the last word. Facts does not have the last word. Praise God. This is where I get into it, where it's called faith versus facts. Fact is that you went for a checkup and the doctor said you have a tumor. It's the facts. But facts doesn't have the last word. But if you're not practicing your faith... If you don't have your faith suit on because you're constantly in the Word, and not only being in the Word, but getting revelation, not only getting revelation, but activating it, you're going to crumble on that facts. What happened to brother so-and-so? Oh, no, I heard he went to the doctor, got a report. Yeah, but that was four months ago. What's up? Oh, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't need to know. I don't need to know if you have cancer. All you need to know is that, that you know the Savior, the healer. The King of Kings, the Lord of the Lords, the one that says, I am. Wait a minute, we, we come here on a Sunday, we praise God with awesome music, and we're getting down, it's like, praise the Lord. Then the word, and then we go home. And then wonder why certain sac- cycles don't break. It's because you got to stop the dancing with the music and get into with, with, the, with the author of the music. Amen. Get into the word. No, no, get into the word. You know, the, the sweat that word. You know, eat it, sweat it, and begin to preach it to yourself. Amen. Forget trying to preach to your brother. How you gonna, the Bible says, how are you going to take the speck out of your brother's hand when you got a log in yours? Preach to your, go in the mirror and say, you are a man of God. You're a righteous man of God. You're a man of integrity. I said you're a man of integrity. Get, don't walk away from that mirror until you start believing it. Hallelujah. So you got your sleeve on the shirt now, you know, of faith. You know, so maybe after a couple of weeks believing that the sleeve stays on, doesn't fall off. It got stitched up right. You know, so when something come at you, you, you know, you got one arm to block with. Just joking around, man. <laughs> Faith is good. Faith is essential. As baking powder and baking soda is to a product, faith is to your salvation. Without faith, the Bible says clearly, simple, straight to the point. It is impossible to please your king. Impossible. You could give your life to the mission of the house and still depart from me, for I never knew you. You could give your whole account. You're the richest man in the world and you gave billions to the house. 
but you're not doing it in faith because you don't have a revelation of the word because you don't have a relationship with the Savior, you're going to hell. He says, depart from me. Thank you for, for what you did for my kids, but I don't know you. You're just a visitor of my house. You never became a co-heir. See, most of us go to church to, to, to be blessed. Most of us go to church because we have a need. We don't go to the church to, to, to receive and conceive the, the understanding that we're here to, to receive an inheritance. We're co-heirs with Jesus Christ. So what belongs to him belongs to me. So my point of coming here is to glorify him. Yeah. Why? Because it says in the praise of his, of his people, he inhabits. Right. And once you get into the presence of God, that will bother you. don't bother you no more. Yeah. Sickness has to run from yeah. you. Yeah. You're like, any of this. Once you open your mouth in praises and thanksgiving and to your heavenly father, he doesn't yeah. look at you as you are. He looks at you yeah. with the stain of his son upon you. Yeah. God is not a respecter of a man. God is not a respectable man, but let me tell you what he is. He's a lover of his son. So the blood of his son is upon you. You became his son. He looks upon you the way he looks upon Jesus Christ. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. That whoever believe on the son shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, I believe for this, but I'm not sure about that. Okay. That's fine for a stage, but after a season, it's got to be somewhere else. Yeah. If you're five years later still in the same stage, check yourself. Right. Come on. There's something going on in you. You know why? Nothing. You're dying. You're stable. You're not stable. You're just stagnant. stagnant. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. You're stagnant. You're not growing. And if you're not growing, you may look good in the mirror. People may think you're the man, but deep inside, the God is saying, son, you're dying. Five years later, you're still sucking on milk. You're dying. When you should be a teacher, you still need to be taught. You're dying. Because you're not applying a simple principle of faith. And you know what faith is? Believing. And applying on what you're believing in. But not just information, but on the highest truth. Truth is the highest level of reality. The highest level. Faith is a <laughs> faith is a, is a fact changer. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. That's what I'm saying. When I go to the doctor, and the doctor opens the book and he says, "Oh, oh Mr. Nassau, yes, uh, we got the results. Hmm, that's the facts. What are you doing? I'm gonna go to my father because we're gonna change that." Why he didn't get all excited? Why he didn't get upset? Why? Because he'd been operating in faith before problems came. So when a problem comes, you go, no. I'm going back to the book. I knew it was right there. By thy stripes, I am healed. How many healed people we have here? Wow, man, only a couple, Pastor. How many Phil people we have here? Phil. Phil. Yeah. How many awake people we have here? <laughs> How many you are not sure? And that's okay. If you're not sure where you're at, that's cool. But before you live here, you will. No. You have to. You cannot continue walking in life as a zombie, not knowing if you're coming or going. If I can run over, listen, though I go to the valley of the shadow, that, that means I will go to problems. Yeah. If you're not, I will go with you. Right. Us Christians sometimes forget, like the world, that, oh, if he dies, what a tragedy. Hey, the Bible says, be absent from here, will be in presence with him there. Don't cry for me when I die. I'll be in a better place. Yeah. Right. Don't tell the doctor, bring him back. So I'll slap the doctor when I come back. Let me go. I'm in a better place. I don't want to come back. When was he going to heaven to come back? Not me. So, so what, what can the enemy do to us? What can he do to us? Kill us? He sent us home. That's victory for me. 
What can he do? Nothing. The Bible says no new weapons can form or will form. Paraphrasing. Phasing. Whatever. <laughs> no weapon. Wait a minute. Listen. Listen to me. That went too easy. If the word says that no new weapon will form against you, what the heck is scared of? And before he said that, he destroyed everything else he had. So that means he got nothing. Because what he had, he, cle- he cleared it. Because before he died, you were a sinner. But when he died and you accepted him, you became one of his. So now he has nothing on you. And nothing new can come up upon you. Upon you. So why are you scared? Hallelujah. What are we scared of? Look at yourself in the mirror and say, boy, what are you scared of? Dying? I'm going home. Sickness? He defeated it. And actually, he can kill me, but if God says it's not time, he'll raise me. <laughs> so nothing is done without his permission. That's why I ain't going to the hospital this morning. I'm not going, because by thy stripes I am healed. I'm here. If I die after this, I'm going home. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I ain't going nowhere, baby. <laughs> So the facts is true. Information was being presented to you. But to you, what's your reality? What's your reality? Does the report from the doctor, does the report from the landlord, I know you're in there, it's rent time. Is the fact of you falling behind rent because you don't have a job, because you got fires, the reality to you? that steals your peace and joy, that has you hiding like a coward? I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what facts is presenting themselves to your face. But I do know this, that my king, my God, my savior, my master overcame them all. When it comes to sickness, it says by that stripes he provided an avenue for our healing. When it comes for us with being judged and going to hell, he says that on the cross it was finished. See, whatever the enemy could throw at you, whatever facts he could throw at you, or whatever lie he could throw at you, my God already provided an escape and an answer for whatever he's going to try to accuse you with. Come on. Amen. Amen. We have no excuse not to practice faith. I, I, I put it this way. You can't even call yourself a Christian if you're not operating in faith because what you're basing on your Christianity on. Because operating in faith, you guys remember, it's not this miracle spiritual faith. Faith basically is you operating the way God says you ought to. Amen. Amen. He makes it even easier. Righteousness. He says, he gives me his righteousness. I don't even have to try to be righteous. He gives me his. Yes. Hallelujah. He gives us everything. His spirit to guide us. His spirit to teach us. His spirit to empower us. His blood as covenant. Hallelujah. All we have to do is just stand and believe. And it's great when you do it emotionally. It's cool. No problem. Emotion is good. Emotion. Remember Spider-Man? Come on, you Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> My Spider-Man senses this, this danger coming. That was your emotion. But since the enemy has been playing with us, he calls that what God put a weapon in us, used it against us. Now it's, I feel he don't like me no more. He's talking about me. They don't want me. Who cares? So emotion, nine times out of ten, will guide you the wrong alley. That's why it says... I do not walk by sight, but by faith. Yes. And I tell you, what is your sight? Your surroundings. That what you hear, that what you see, that what you feel. It is your surroundings. You're saying, I don't operate by that. I'm dead to that. I operate to what the word of my king, my lord, my savior, my healer, my provider. Is he your king? Is he your healer? Is he your provider? 
Is he your Lord? Is he your Jesus? Who do you call in a crisis? Your friends or your king? Is he your Jesus? Are you standing on the corner wondering which way to go because the cops are here and the enemies are here? You don't know where to turn. You know, sometimes God allows certain things to happen to you to cause you to look up. Sometimes we have to hit rock bottom because we refuse to do as we ought to do. And it's simple. You know... I got kids. I know most of you I got kids, I got grandkids, and, and my grandkids sometimes they get, I feel like, I go, come here, let's take a walk. You know, and we talk. Cassidy, everybody knows Cassidy, right? Cassidy has a very strong character. Very strong character. Who you look at? Leave me alone. Don't bother me. It's only three. Three, baby. And one day she was going off and going off. I feel like going up to What's wrong with you? And I just looked at her. I said, I felt like. I said, I did. And I just looked at her. And she's like, oh. She's like, and she's standing in front of the door. Go over there. No, go here. And she's getting tough. And I'm going, I'm looking at her going. No, no, no. In Jesus' name, I command you to depart. Two minutes, she went, Grandpa, what do you want, baby? What's going to react out of you? And you? Oh, but that was so simple. No! You think the enemy is going to take you and, and throw you in front of a tractor trailer and you're going to stand like a dummy? In Jesus' name, I move. No. No. No, he's going to take you to small steps. How do I react to that little girl? And how I react to that little girl, you know, escalates. How do I react to the guy who cut me off in the highway? And that escalates. How do I react to the, to the delivery guy who's making the delivery in my building? Hallelujah. And it goes further. And then how do I react to my boss when he tells me, what the hell are you talking to like that? Oh, did I say that? Did I say that? <laughs> it starts with the little one. That's why the Bible says, do not overlook small beginnings. That's right. That's right. So don't try to go for the giant. Just beat the little suckers around you right now. What are the little suckers? You're lying. You're cheating. I don't want to say those. <laughs> you know what they are. <laughs> Confront them. Confront them. Put yourself in check. I don't care what it is. Put yourself in check. Whatever lie the enemy has been tormenting you, that has been causing you to believe that you're not qualified. Man, I could get into not qualified. <sighs> How many times I, oh, Lord, you can't use me this week. You know what I did last night? He goes, yeah, I know. But I see the blood. Come here. Condemnation does not come from Jesus. Condemnation comes from the accuser. Condemnation comes from your accuser. Not from your Lord. So what's faith? Faith is not this supernatural thing that we hold up here. And one day, brother, go pray for that. Go pray for sick. Oh, that takes a lot of faith. What the Bible says. If you have a faith the size of a... Oh my God, look, Pastor, they know. <laughs> now take that little information. <laughs> take that <laughs> and make a revelation. Amen. And today you're healing, you're praying for the sick, and tomorrow you're raising the dead. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's the same side faith. Because it's not because I'm greater, it's because he who resides in me is greater than resides in this world. Amen. Amen. The demons, Satan himself, sickness, poverty, all that bows before my king. Amen. So if you are the, a host carrier of the Holy One himself, understand that a faith of the size of my mother's seat walks into the room, transform the room, because greater of the one who resides within. Amen. You know one thing about the spiritual realm? <laughs> 
They can come in here and go real, fake, fake, real, real, because they know. So if you're real, they go, stay away from Dwayne. <laughs> or they say, let me pick on him because that's one of my boys. Yeah. Yeah. I can fool you, you can fool me, but we cannot fool the Holy right. One. And I spoke about this many times. Pastors spoke about it in different angles. The ministers have spoke about this in different angles. You're getting good word from here. It's time that we start applying that what we've been hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and activating. I close with this. Faith is the vehicle that God uses to align you with his will. You know what I said? doesn't use it to make you who you are. You are already made in his image. Faith is the avenue that he uses. What did I say? What did I say? I just want to see if you're awake. So faith is the tool that he uses to align you to what? Oh. What's his will? Give me one. What's his will? To bless you. He has to bring you in alignment before he can bless you. He can't bless you over there. Says, I can't bless you because you're not in my will. You're not doing what I need you to do. You're not aligning yourself in position for I can Malachi 3.10, you're not being obedient to my commandments because if you're being obedient to my commandments, then I can open up the windows of heaven and pour out such blessings that you will not have enough room to sustain it. Again, it's not money. It's revelation. And when he gives me that revelation, I go, oh, I see. He does have to bow to me. Oh, sickness does not have a legal residence in me. He's coming with a false D. I can cancel that D. I don't want no deposit. Get out. <laughs> because now I'm operating with the understanding of the authority that I have in Jesus Christ. 